0: The following audio is via a Skype call. Are you ready to dream on? Do you know how to fly high and soar among the clouds? Get ready to live adventurously because the Laura Meeks show starts now. Listen as Laura lifts you off the ground while teaching you how to fly high. Forget ground level drama and be prepared to confront your dreams head on as she encourages you to navigate towards your North Star and into what just might be the best life you've imagined. Dream on, live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Hi, I'm Laura. Hey, and
1: I'm Dr. Pat. And
2: here yeah. we are. And we, we team
1: are. up. This is I like the, the team show. up. It's <laughs> like,
2: sup. <laughs>
1: then he would say, sup. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, everybody. you are alive
2: and energy into your life this is this what it's for yeah this is what we do this is what so we do
1: today we're talking about what like oh surprise life surprise, happens, life happens.
2: Oh. yeah i thought that was oh. kind of a, a fun topic and in, in, in that i think that you know so many people are rolling down the road and doing their thing and they're doing 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 and every once in a while you get a pause in your life and you wake up and you go oh my god life is happening all around me <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so, I, I so wish that. I woke up like that. I don't wake up like that. I wake up like, oh, you know what? What just happened here?
2: <laughs> Here's another day.
1: Where did the 90s go?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I asked myself that question the other day. It was like a blur. The 90s were like a blur for me.
2: Well, you know, often on uh, on shows, one of the things I, I like to incorporate is some is some interesting side bits of data. And one of the things that was happening uh, on another show that I host is, is that I brought in Gilligan's Island. You know, I found I found this uh, thing little things that you didn't know about Gilligan's Island because uh, that's that's kind of what eighties, seventies, eighties show. And uh, so here's a question to you, Pat: Is Gilligan his first name or his last name? Who knew? <laughs> what do you oh, think? What is the answer? Well, you tell me yours first. Uh, guess. You must guess.
1: I had his last name.
2: It is his last name. Good guess. Yeah. They, uh, the the script writer in the very first script of the very first episode wrote his name into the script. I think is Willie Gilligan. But uh, Hale, the the guy who played the skipper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had he had another weird little thing that he did just as his own quirky personality, and that was is that he would walk around and call people, "Hey, little buddy, hey, little buddy," <laughs> and he said it so often while they were filming the show that that became part of the signature uh, thing with he and Gilligan, and he just kept using Gilligan. And it's funny because Bob Denver thought that that was his first name, so <laughs> wow, who knows? Life happens. Surprise. But, you
1: know, back Surprise. in the day, okay, Benny would say back in the day. Back in the day, we did a lot of last name stuff, right? Well, I mean, honestly, for years, uh, everything was basili basili Basile. That was my last name. Everything. Yeah, that, well, I don't know why people want to call me that. That is like, you know, but we went through a trend, didn't we?
2: Where we well, did and, that, yeah, and I- I have to tell you that for me, it was it was, it was was an important 20-year thing for me because I was in the Air Force. Uh, one of the things I did is flew bombers in the Air Force. And of course, every military uniform has your last name on it. And so when you're meeting and working with people, very often you're just working and they only see your last name. So everybody says, hey, Meeks, hey, Meeks, hey, Meeks. And after a while, you just think that's your name. I mean, that's, that's my name, Meeks. <laughs> and after a oh, while it's yeah funny you, you sometimes you know have you ever had this where you're working with somebody for a long time and then you realize hey what's your first name it's like pat oh god i've worked with you for a week and i didn't even know that you were pat it's like yeah hey, uh, uh. all know. part of all part of the surprise of life
1: but is. that's it it's like surprise life happens and that's our topic for today right
2: Absolutely. And
1: you know, so sometimes surprise life happens. You wake up and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" One day I had a job, the next day I don't. Or you wake up and any range, it's like, "What?" And any any number of things, right? Any uh, number of could things. go on.
2: Yeah. Uh, what does that mean heartily, to you, though? Well, and wholeheartedly, I think that that is, I think, part of what I want to chat about in the fact that life does happen, and sometimes. It's it's really fun blessings. Um, I'll, I won't will do the whole story, but I did have uh, a time in my life where we were a little behind in money and then a refund check shows up from the IRS. And it's like, wow, that's one of those, wow, life happens, I'm <laughs> in. Mean, sadly, more often than not, there, there are, you know, this, this world, this life on earth that we are living is filled with contrast. There are good things and bad things, left things and right things. You know there is a certain binary uh, piece to life, and and you're absolutely right. Stuff, stuff happens, and sadly, I think one of the things, and we'll, we'll get into this a little bit deeper because uh, one of the things that I think happens is people start thinking about all the negative things. Hey, remember the time I lost my job? And remember the yeah, time I yeah. was out of money? Remember the time I got to divorce? And yeah. sadly, those are stories that get told over and over again. And as as you and I know. That one of the little things that we want to chat about and help people do is, is take take those experiences, those circumstances, those things that happened, and we want to take those things and put them in proper perspective and kind of set those over on the shelf. Those are the things we know about. And then we want to concentrate on all of these good things over here because it's that concentration on where you're going, what you're doing. That that's where you make movement forward, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I've done. Excuse me, i doing a whole series this week. Excuse me, I was Whole second. Oh, getting,
1: look at her; she's getting all choked up. Uh, well, for those of you that that oh. may or may not know boy, <laughs> listen. Laura has this incredible show, and you think about it: life coach, married 32 years, a bunch of kids, transgender woman. Made some changes in her life, like what made some changes. You're going to hear about them today. But most importantly, what it what I've come to know, Laura, about you is you are a dreamer and a dreamer on steroids. because what I mean by that is most of the time we can dream, and then we do nothing.
2: Isn't, we that, do isn't that true? You know it's the there's a certain Cinderella aspect, I think, to to the stories we're told. And the thinking that, you know, you just, you dream it up and then you sit on the couch and wait for it to happen. Um, uh, Oprah did a uh, interview with um, Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey was, you know, he had that famous story of him holding the check. He had a $10 million check, to get up to Mulholland Drive every night. And and the kind of the thinking was is, okay, that was the thing that you had to do is you just had to write a check and dream. And he, and he made a very famous statement that said, you can't, you can't just like dream this stuff up and sit on a couch you, and wait for it to, oh, my God, it just landed yesterday. I mean, sometimes that, that seems to occur, the out of the blue experiences. Um, but in reality, you really do have to move forward. And, and I will tell you that part, part of the story today that I want to relay is, yes, I, I am a, a really powerful dreamer. I've, I've I've started, uh, the short version, started and, and had a dream of flying. I, I joined the Air Force, spent 20 years flying for a living, had a dream to build a business, built a business, did that for 20 years, bam. And now I'm in the midst of doing, uh, helping people, using all of that experience to help people in their lives as a life coach. So I am a dreamer. Now, one of the things I found interesting, though, was is that, that I'm... Uh, I one of the terms I used was kind of an a, a natural dreamer or, or maybe a natural dreamer in that when I was 15, boy, I had powerful dreams and I moved towards them and I did the best that I could with what I had another very important piece but I didn't I had no idea that that was a thing you know I mean I was just following the dream as best I could and and so in that sense, I think I think there are a lot of people and, and I would say that every, everybody. I'm, I'm very uh, want to tell people that, you know, when you think back to when you're three and four years old, there was nothing that was out of your realm of possibility. I mean, you could be an astronaut, we could go to the moon, we could fly to Pluto, we could go to a parallel universe. I mean, there was just nothing. That was all just part of being a kid. And sadly, that starts to get pounded out and trained out. We're going to talk about paradigms later. It's that it, it gets trained out of you, and so then they then those dreams seem to filter away. Yeah. But but really, what I I think I want people to understand is 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 that you are a growing, building human having an experience here on this darn planet, number third rock from the sun. That's what you're in. And and if you're not feeling that dream, I would say that you've probably pushed them down, but they are definitely not gone. Definitely well, not
1: gone. Well, this is what I love about this, because what we're talking about today is, and we're going to talk about this when we come back, may have to skip a couple of breaks to get all of this really stuff, <laughs> good stuff in. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the world's changing. How do I know? I watched the MTV Movie Awards last night. Oh. I know. From watching that show last night, the world is changing. Why
0: do I know that?
1: Why do I know that from watching what? The MTV
2: MTV musical
1: words. Why do I know it's changed it? And why is it for the first time watching that show, I laughed so hard, big fat smile on my face. Why is that? What was the only downside of that? Uh, really hoping Wonder Woman would have won the big one. Let's take a short break, everyone. <laughs>
2: right. When
1: we come back, we're going to be talking with Laura about the world is yeah. changing. Be aware. Where? Ooh, like, not where, like, aware. Yeah. Stay tuned, yeah. everybody.
0: <laughs> Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly
2: every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we,
0: Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter.
2: For more information about Living Lighter, visit
0: www.livinglighter.org Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet
1: Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts and go to the to find out more and let chef rossi know what's on your mind
2: are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat at spirit fire meditative retreat center cultivating consciousness is what we do best our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being we lead from the heart and create space for the mind Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com.
3: Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough separate from source you're too much you'll never make it the emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression all the pain from this life and life's past the spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power your higher self with the image and likeness of the one the physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day go to corneliastephanie.com evolve become a practitioner we need to heal integrate and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true authentic nature
2: hey this is laura meeks we are back
1: yeah i'm dr pat hey look we team up and we talk about fly high uh (laughs) flying high fly high, live adventurously. That's what it is. Today, we're talking about, hello, surprise, life just happened. What just happened? And so, you know, we were talking about uh, what it means to start your life anew, right? But the bottom line is the world is changing. And one of the things you talk about, Laura, is we've got to be aware of how it's changing. So let's talk about this. I mean, what is it about being aware that's so important and was important to you and why is it important to the world we live in today
2: yeah well and the the world is ch- changing rapidly I and and one of the things I think is so funny is is I was just working on uh, some research material and I was dealing uh, with a book um, by maltz he was a, a psychologist and it, First chapter, he's talking about this is the age of anxiety. This is the life is poor, you know, changing so fast. And there's so many things going on. And and we're going to call this the age of anxiety. And you know when he wrote that? When? 1961. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, wow, I, I you do know. think
1: 61. I'm telling you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and one of the things I think is funny, and I have a piece in one of my seminars where I show um, – the t- covers of Time Magazine without the dates, and it's the economy, and the, you know, and it's all about the war and the economy and the war, and you know, the depression and the recession and all this stuff. And then I tell them at the end that hey, all of these covers are from like sixty-five to seventy-five. They're covers of t- actual covers of Time Magazine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is. I mean, the point being is is that life is always changing. I do think that people. Our understanding that the, the the speed that we're changing is occurring more rapidly, and it's and it's up to us to live this life. And I, one of the things I think that gives me a lot of life and some perspective, and I and I would encourage people to think about this idea, is is I really kind of think life is like an experiment. I I really have grabbed onto this idea that we're spiritual beings in an earth suit. And uh, and one of the things that I want to talk about today is is that life does happen and life does change and it changes often in ways that you weren't expecting it to change. So I I, I laughingly uh, remember when I was eighteen, I l- I literally had written out everything I was going to do to age sixty five. I you know whoa you know when whoa. When they, when eighteen year olds when you say, well, eighteen year olds think they know it all, I honest to God thought I knew it all. I had this whole plan. I was gonna join the air force, I was gonna fly airplanes and retire, get an airport, I was gonna work in the airport, build, you know, some sort of business and then retire and die on the airport. And I thought, well, that's it. And obviously, surprise <laughs> life happens. And and things do things do change. And so one of the one of kind of my changes of focus is is to understand that as life changes that you can ground yourself in this world of accelerating change if you if you in my in my flying world if you know your destination you have a vision of where you want to go and you keep your airplane on you know i, I like talking about autopilot Autopilot is kind of a neat thing because it no matter where you veer off course in the airplane, it always steers you back to where you're supposed to be going. And I think that that's kind of an important piece for people to understand that if, it, rather than just like flying aimlessly around the earth going, wow, that's a neat mountain. And I wonder if I have gas to get over that hill. It's probably a little easier if you have a vision and a destination. But even, even with a vision and a destination, you just don't know what's gonna happen. Surprise, life happens. And one of the things that i found is, is that uh, it's helpful for me as a coach to, uh, to listen to what people are saying and kind of understand the words and the, and the paradigms that they're coming from. Because I do think that the value that a coach can bring to you is in this ever-changing world, uh, if you have some support and, and a kind of an outside the box perspective, somebody else that's looking in, you know. I, I, oh, here's another great uh, analogy. It's 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 hard um, to see the picture when you're in the frame. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. And and so when you're the person living their life and making all these changes, it's often hard to to see what's going on. So I do think that that. Is, is part of the help is to figure out, listen to you, see what your path is, and figure out what's changing and and what can we change, what yeah. what's within it what's, what's within your power, uh, to change. But uh, you know, often again, I want to kind of trip back to this. It's not what's expected. That's the surprise piece. And uh, one of the things that was a huge surprise to me and to all around me <laughs> was is that. There was a time where I was right in the, I was literally, I was right in the middle of my goal of flying airplanes. I mean, I had spent 10, 15 years working on this. I'm in it, I'm loving every second of it. And then, bong, this little surprise idea gets into my head that, hey, you know, all those years you felt different? I can tell you why that is. It's like, Mm -hmm. uh, so what, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, I come to the realization that a lot of things that were happening to me were happening Mm -hmm. because that I had, I had always felt and and it had kind of come to a crescendo that I was in the wrong gender, that this earth suit that I was Mm -hmm. given at the beginning of my life was maybe like a loner and I was actually got the wrong suit, somebody gave me the wrong suit, (laughs) it's like, hey, Hey, I forgot to tell you. And and that is a that is kind of where I would kind of aim people at is, is is that no matter how planned out you think your life is, and it's important to have a plan, the autopilot needs to know where to go. But often you just don't know what the surprise is going to be. And then, then what to do with that, right? Well,
1: I, I think part of this is that um, even if, you have the, hmm, let's call it insight to tap into that awareness nugget, right? Right. Then once you have become aware, at least my experience, there's no going back. And I don't care <laughs> what it is. Uh, there's no going back. And you know, for yes. me, the awareness nugget for me was realizing after 24 and a half years, I had sold my soul to excel at an executive level in a company, to make a lot of money. And six months before I could get a pension, I had an awareness.
2: And doesn't that, that, wouldn't you say that kind of shake, that's like going through a thunderstorm, right? (laughs) It's like, whoa, what's going on? This is not, what happened to my smooth flying at altitude? All of a sudden I'm in the clouds and rocking around and holy smokes, what do you do? I
1: mean, Linda will tell you, man, I just had like this, looked in the mirror, and it was like, you know, that word. What? You know, what is that expression? WT something. But the point is this. (laughs) It's an F word. I changed. I went to that work every day, and I became a maverick. I started out of nowhere. People thought that I had lost my mind. I found my mind. I found my heart. I found my soul, because this is what the conversation is about. You know, I could not go back. I couldn't fire a woman. <laughs> Twenty nine years and eleven months of service. That's one month. Oh, right. Away
2: from right from, from a full time.
1: Now yeah. we do it all the time. Now it's it's completely irrelevant. Right.
2: Yeah, and well, I'm sadly, fired. you know, the military, my experience in the military was very similar in that in the military, you know, you're either 20 years and you get a retirement or you're 19 years and 364 days and you don't get a retirement. There's just a line there. And you're right. It, that would be an incredible uh, challenge to integrity and your self-worth and what you were about to, to have to be forced into that. But yeah. but a great, and, and I'll wholeheartedly agree that awareness is is so, all of this fits together, the awareness, the perception, the paradigms, the surprise of life, where are you, what's going on? And and so I, I kinda wanna keep on that idea that even though this something happened that you didn't expect and as we go further down this road today, we'll talk a lot more about this, where I went on that particular journey. But what I want to get across is, is is that you never you never know where that path is going to take you. And oftentimes, you know, you have your plan, like I'm going to take I-10 to LA and all of a sudden it's closed and you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, now I got to go on the 6L, oh, you know. But who knows that what, I have a little little vignette to to tell you a, a time where in my life I thought the worst, worst, worst thing had happened. I was totally thrown off my path that I was going on only to realize later that that was just like an incredible benefit. So
1: how, how do we know the paradigm is shifting? Okay, news flash, everybody. And, 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 and this is okay. I mean, you can kind of look at this and say, oh, man, is she going to be like the MTV Awards? Who cares? Well, I'll tell you why we care. When an MTV Award has two things now, a gender-neutral award, number one, oh, and the best kiss goes to two guys from a movie called Love, Simon. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events.
2: Hey, I could I could jump to that. This is Laura Meeks. We are back.
0: Yeah, Laura drummer. Yeah,
2: I, I am. I'm here with Pat, and uh, we are chatting about change and, and the fact that uh, life can surprise you at times. And I have I've had some big surprises. One we're going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, in this segment. Um,
1: yeah, but. before we do that, let, Laura, look. Two things I want to make sure that everybody knows. One is in the end, you know, you, you've taken your life experience and you've created an incredible coaching platform, Fly High Living. Um, how can people find out more about that? And then also, we Absolutely. have a giveaway today.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, And I, I, will, I will say this to anybody that so much has happened in my life and my passion is to help you Figure out where you are, where you're going, and how to do that. And Pat is absolutely right. You know, I have taken the, the whole sixty some years of my experience and turned it into a coaching platform where you and I can engage with each other and and work with each other to build your dreams. And again, it's dream on, fly high, live adventurously. I I definitely live an adventure. To connect to me, probably the easiest way on the web, flyhighliving.com you can connect uh, to that and that will get you, that will get you a host of information to include how to get a hold of me, but just to shorten the length, uh, I have operators standing by right now. (laughs) 888-666-1570, that's a direct line to me. Uh, If I'm not here, you do get voicemail, that's kind of the good news, bad news, but I'm here uh, most often, and uh, so you, when you call, you're going to talk directly to me. So I would love to hear mm-hmm. from you, hear what your experience is, and even if you're, you know, no matter where you are, it all starts with a quick phone call. They, whether you know what you want to do or you don't know what you want to do, call. It, it, I'm friendly, right? <laughs> Come on, it's a good day. To, it's a good day to call. So eight 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 six 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 one five seven zero. Uh, And you're right. We do have a giveaway today. So, uh, Pat, do you want to give them the call-in number?
1: Uh, First, tell them a little bit about it. Okay.
2: All right. Well, the thing that I'm giving away, one of the things that I've found that was helpful to me and I think is helpful to you, the listener, is, is that sometimes it's very hard to eat an elephant. And so sometimes you need just the little bite. And so what I'm giving away today is the little bite. The little bite is a four-week course on how to build a written vision statement and uh, what that involves is is you working with me for an hour on the phone for four consecutive weeks and in that process then we are going to craft a draft of your vision statement then we're going to talk about what makes a good vision and bad vision uh or you know one that one that's useful to you and then we will tweak it and tweak it again so that at the end of that course, you're going to have a, an incredible thing that you could plug into your autopilot and take on your first flight and live adventurously. So four-week course on vision. I call it This Is Me. That, uh, and and I, I did that mainly because have you seen the um, uh, show about the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus? Uh, that came out recently, and they crafted a a really incredible song called This Is Me. And it was funny because I titled my uh, workshop in vision building as This Is Me because I think that's helpful. And then lo and behold, the song comes out. I thought, oh, what a deal. So you can listen not only to me but the song, and that will put you in a good mood and get you down the road. So that's what we have to offer.
1: Yeah, Uh, let's do it. yeah. Uh, give us a call. Benny will get the first caller, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, and we'd love to give one of you this fabulous giveaway. Um, Laura, let's go ahead, and I mean, we're talking about change. We're talking about transformation, um, and then, you know, part of this is we're looking at the facts of our lives, and what we does are. that really
2: <laughs> mean? Um,
1: uh, this had to be such an incredible journey for you. I mean, what was the, it like well, to do that?
2: Yeah, so so let's go down this road for a second because I have to tell you this. This, I think, the value in in explaining how this happened, this my transition from Lawrence, the macho pilot guy, to Laura, the life coach. Um, the important piece I think is 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 a couple of things. One is is that hey, life happens. It's a surprise. I was in the Think about this, I was a tall white college educated military officer pilot. I mean, in so many ways that put me in the cultural high spot. I mean, I don't know that there's too many other places in America that I could could have been that I wouldn't have had all the doors open to me. Now, in the midst of this, imagine this, and this is important. A lot of the changes that are gonna occur and the gifts that are gonna come with it are gonna start out as a little whisper. It's just gonna come into your conscious and float out and then it come in and after a while, you're starting to recognize, wow, that happened again. And for me, that that's kind of how this started. We, I, I was, uh, Annie and I were separated on, uh, she was in Okinawa, Japan, I was in Texas. Mm-hmm. We were dating and we were getting ready, you know, we'd been dating a while and we'd gotten to the spot where we started writing fantasy letters to each other to, to and spice up life.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: lo and behold, all of a sudden, for whatever reason, my fantasies started to incorporate me as a woman. And, and honestly, for the two of us, I mean, when I looked in the mirror and I saw Macho Pilot Guy, I didn't think. Well, okay, that's just that's just a thing. It's, you know, it's one of these things that are going by, and it's just a, a deal. But what happened was, is slowly but surely that that idea started to coalesce until I got to a point where I started to look back in history and realize, no, there's more to this than that. And then, without blabbering along, I mean, this whole story is a twenty year story, so I'm not yeah. going to cover yeah. a twenty year story. But the the short piece of it is, is that I did get very clearly to a spot when I was halfway through my military career that I had come across some information on this new thing they called the internet that we were able to connect to. And all of a sudden I realized, holy smokes, the people that I was chatting with were talking in a way that really put two puzzle pieces together. And it all of a sudden became very clear that, hey you need to change your gender now i have to tell you part of why part of why i tell this is is because i don't know what the big change is going to be in your life in general, I would hope it's not as dramatic as mine. I'd, I think I came down to earth to have some of the highest adventure possible. <laughs> and so uh, in, in my life, I've crafted up things that make uh, for a very adventurous life. But, you know, that may just be a career change to you or a relationship change to you or whatever it is. But it's going to slowly come in as a little whisper. And then slowly, if you keep following that, and this is kind of the next piece, when you find those pieces and you're moving towards it, I think it's important that you keep stepping towards it. So one of the things that Pat, you talked about is how do, how do you know if this is really where it should go? Cause yeah. I gotta, I gotta tell you, if you're a tall macho pilot guy in the company of other pilots yeah. and we're doing macho stuff, it doesn't yeah. occur to you that, Hey, you know, Bob, have you ever felt like a woman? I mean, that's, not a conversation, Yeah, and, and, and common hour thinking. So the the paradigms, and we'll talk about this a, a little bit, but the, we grew up in a land where facts were facts. And by far and away, the one fact that everybody knew as a kid was there are boys and there are girls. There's nothing in between. Oh. Now, here's another important piece. Facts are not facts. <laughs> facts are things you th- you know about. But that doesn't mean that that is 100% fact. So as I started going down my gender journey, it turns out that as you start researching it, you know what? Not everybody lives the Ozzie and Harriet life. You know, I, I think this is another funny thing. You know, we all grew up with Ozzie and Harriet in my generation, and we all judged everybody's relationship by that relationship only to find out that no one had that relationship. You talk to your neighbor, they go, "No, our, you know, my husband's not like that, or whatever." So one of the things I found is in my researches is, is that there are numerous instances in nature and in culture. The American Indian had uh, a two-spirited, gendered person. It was basically a transgender person that was highly regarded. They were the highest. They were like the the. Uh, uh, I don't want to say wizard, but they were they would have been one of the high, higher spirited people yeah. in their in their culture. Yeah,
1: higher so, vibration, higher spirited.
2: Yeah. Right. So so all that to put that in perspective. So here I am trying to figure out what I'm going to do, and and the common paradigm was is this is totally wrong, and so what I'm telling you is 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 that what I found to be valuable is just to keep. Moving towards it. If you're if you're motivated, inspire. And I love that word, inspired. Inspired living is by far in the way better than motivated. Motivated is like you got to force yourself to drink the achy drink to get better. <laughs> this this is different. This is inspired living. And so one of the things I become very aware of is is that there are inspirational thoughts that are coming in. This for me was an inspirational thought. And so then the, then the to-do was to take one step at a time,
0: Ah.
2: keep moving. So to finally get back to where you're saying, how do you know if it's a good, good dream, good paradigm, keep moving towards it. If you're still inspired and you're, and it makes you happy and you, and you feel like this is the direction to go, you just keep going, take one step at a time. And over a period of 20 years, Annie and I took one step at a time Mm. and and I think an important piece of that of, of that story too is, is that there was a paradigm, a model of how things work. We all have a, a model. Um, one, one of the models that I, and I, and I love this um, to, paradigm, early bird gets the worm, right? That, that's right. a paradigm. <laughs> we, we all that know is. that. That is, yeah. Now, the, here's a funny thing about paradigms though, is, is that we all learn these things and don't realize how conflicted they can be because there's also another paradigm. Patience is a virtue. Oh, really? So is it the early bird that gets the worm or the one that waits is virtuous? It's like so so it's so funny that we all run forward thinking we got the facts, not realizing that even in our models, there is a lot of conflict. So yeah. one of the things I found is is that there was a model within the gender community that that if you were a married couple, the very first thing you had to do was get divorced because no marriage could survive this. That's right. That was the paradigm. And that's right. the paradigm Annie and I went into. And, uh, and, and another important piece of this journey is, is that when you get inspired, you got to stay in that zone of inspiration no matter what anybody says. And, and by far and away, it's, it's challenging because the people you love the most, care about you the most, they want to tell you to save you you need to do this, right? <laughs> and what is what is then then you think, oh, that's oh, okay. You're right. I I should give up on my dream. You know, I, I really will never be a doctor. Potted. I'm a drummer. It's like, hey, 62 years. I'm looking at at learning how to drum. Yeah, because you don't have to be a 16 to be a drummer. Show <laughs> me. So it's important to to stick to that. And in the end, you know, Annie and I have been married 32, coming up 33. Yeah.
1: Wow. Uh,
2: Years and we we consciously, very consciously said, that's not our paradigm. Okay, we are. I I understand everybody does it. I, you know, it's like your dad. Uh, If did your dad ever tell you, hey, if if all your friends jump off the cliff, you're going to jump off the cliff?
1: Yeah, well, I kind of had a different uh, version of that, but it's the same idea. You know, uh, it's the same idea. I mean, you know, I grew up with a dad that didn't understand the game. Follow the leader. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Well, no. Like, so tell right? me what, how now. How did that play into your life then?
1: Um, well, how how it played into my life, having been uh, one of three girls before my brother came along was we got to go in the garage and get our fingernails dirty learning how to change out an engine. That's how <laughs> it plays into your life, right? But um, girls are
2: not mechanics. That's... Or,
1: yeah, or a mom, you know, my stepmom taught me everything that anybody could possibly know about perseverance. Everything. And so how does it play out? It plays out when life shows up. And all of a sudden you have a diagnosis, that word. Just the
2: word alone means so much.
1: I can just feel
2: everybody contracting.
1: Diagnosis. And then you could either put a lot of stuff into it or not. And I think that, you you know, what we're talking about today is awareness might be the first step. But boy, boy. It's not the last. And I think what you're talking about, and let's go ahead and skip the break here, uh, is that once you get the awareness juice, then (laughs) you understand the paradigm juice. But you better then make the decision action juice show up. Because if you don't, my experience is awareness, all of that, staying in the body with no action, it's not the magic formula.
2: Yes. Well, and as and as Jim Carrey often points out, and I, and I, if you haven't, uh, if you don't realize this yet, I, I will tell you, I know you do, Pat, but mm-hmm. uh, Jim Carrey, very incredible spiritual being um, mm-hmm. and has done some incredible work. His uh, graduation speech is one of my absolute, uh, Favors because he put it he put all of this that we're talking about uh, into one speech. But, you know, again, you can't you can't just f- f- write your vision statement, stick it, you know, uh, in the file and go, God, I'm ready. You know, uh, dear God, it's in the file, marked vision. <laughs> and when you get to it, just deliver it to the front door and ring the bell and I'll come out and get it. It it just doesn't work that way, but but here's what I, one of the things that I, that I will tell you. Fifteen years in the journey to become a pilot, the the fun was not just in accomplishing that. Right. The fun was the journey. That's what I'm I'm trying to explain to you. The fun the fun is. These little whispers come in, you get a new idea, you take a step forward, you take that action step path that you're talking about, you take that step forward, and you're moving towards the thing you want. And and it's the enjoyment of that first step. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder where I'm going. You know, I love to hike, I love to hike in the mountains. We have a lot of mountains out here uh, in Palm Springs, and it's the first step, then the second step, and it's cresting the first hill and going, wow, look at this valley. And then walking around the valley and getting up to oh my gosh look what is up here so so as I was going into this gender journey you know by far and away I have I have been around hundreds of people that are that have have dealt with this same journey and there there literally are probably millions on earth I think there's probably one to two percent of the world's population of what, 8 billion are are transgender. So I'm not the first nor the last that's ever going to go down this journey. But I will tell you this, is that there's a huge difference between the person who, and and I'll add this in, that there are people out there that when they get that whisper that you are in the wrong gender, you need to change your gender, they approach it this way. I'm, I'm here in the world of circumstance, I look in the mirror, that's not a female body. I am refusing to go down this path. And mm. I will tell you the ending of that story. Everybody I've ever seen that refused to go down that path ended up angry, depressed, suicidal. I, yeah. I can't tell you the suicide rate within the transgender community is like three oh, times yeah. the normal population. Only because sadly, our culture said there's paths you can go on and paths you can't. And when people get here, they get so influenced by people saying that's not a possible path that they commit suicide trying to get off the off the train. So I said, hey, let's keep going. Let's take one step at a time. Annie and I did for 20 years and we're still on the journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But but again, I, if, if I had an overall kind of statement of why I want to tell you this is because the whisper happens, the idea forms, you take a step at a time, and then you stay on your path. Yeah. Uh, no matter what the current paradigms are, no matter you know, and and that's why I like the early bird gets a worm versus patience is a virtue. It's like which one of those is it? Yeah, right. This is like well, that's the point. You get to choose. You get to choose whether you're going to be on this path, and you also get to choose how to be happy. And and if there's if there's help. Uh, part of the service that I provide to you, the listener, is is this, is that I've done this a number of times in a huge way, Right. huge but that, way. But that
1: brings up this point. One of the things that we don't think about, Laura, is that we think we got to do it all alone. We isolate, we uh, try to figure it out. And i I'm telling you, the other awareness moment was when I realized I needed help Multiple coaches, to this day, I have multiple people that I work with to, you know, because I don't know everything and I don't see myself very well all the time. But you had to have that same awareness of
2: yourself. and Pat, uh, wholeheartedly agree. And uh, here's a paradigm. Uh, one um, One of the American myths is the John Wayne personality. They, he's the rough and tough guy, he jumps on his horse, he goes across the desert by himself, he's a lone ranger, he's, the, he's gonna do it himself, he's a tough guy. And, and what that turns into is, is that we all go out in the world and think, well, no one else has any of these issues. I have to tell you, when, I, when this little gender bird whispered in my ear, I was absolutely sure that no one on earth had ever heard this challenge. Only to find out when they invented the internet that there are millions of people that are facing the same thing. So asking for help is another one of those. So here's a, here's my bird landing in your ear. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, I too, Pat. I, I have a number of mentors and coaches that I work with. I pay. Uh, a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. or I inve- invest, in, in and that's mm-hmm. an important term. I don't expend money; I invest in myself to reach my growth, to yeah. to stay on my growth path, and that's that's so important. It is so important. This you don't get. You know, I have to say, I, my father just turned ninety. Bless his heart. I went wow. to a to a veterans meeting on Sunday with a ninety two year old guy. Still walking and talking, and I'm thinking, okay, in my mind, I got 30 years. But you, But you don't. You, you may or you may not. So my point being is, is, that's is that that's exactly if, right. If you have if you have a vision, a thing you want to do, if it's on your bucket list, if you've always wanted to play drums, you want to have a, that incredible relationship, uh, then let's do it now. You know, I one last thing I'd tell. You, I've I've come across two women recently in uh, seminars. Both in their seventies, both lifetime nuns in the order, and both, and at the age of seventy or more, left the order and got married for the first time, seventy years old. It doesn't matter. Get let's get some help. Let's do it. It's so. Let's enjoy the journey. That's the fun. That's well, what I, I bring. Part
1: of the part of this is sometimes we think it's not. It doesn't warrant getting help. It's too small. And, you know, for me, I learned a lesson the hard way about that. And that is these small things that you lose sight of or lose track of, they accumulate. So now the way it goes, I have people that I can pick up the phone and call. And I don't think about, oh, my gosh, that's so insignificant. So I want to just take a minute, Laura. What a great show. Thank you. Um again, really let's give out <laughs> your a, website. How can people find out more about you? Yeah. certainly on your website, for sure. Yeah,
2: Fly High uh, they, Living. flyhighliving.com mm-hmm. is my website. Uh, I have it up on my other screen. It looks great. <laughs> Whoever created that was really good. Pat, yeah, thank
1: you. They did a great job. They did Man, a great job. Good. And the uh, phone number, how can and people the phone get phone
2: number? Eight eight eight. So, I try to make it as easy as possible. This is, comes from the toll free days 888 666 1570. The world has changed. Toll free doesn't really mean anything. Everybody's got toll free now. But 888 666 1570. And then my email, uh, laura at com. So, you can I love email it. me. Yeah. So, and again, I would, Pat, I wholeheartedly agree. It's never too trivial to call. I'm not, it's not like I'm going to charge you for your phone call. Just call me and let's talk about where you are and what you want to do.
1: But I'll tell you what, I agree. That first call is always the hardest. Right. But once you give yourself permission to ask for help, start there. Because I'll tell you, flying solo with a big dream, oh boy.
2: Yeah. Well, I, and
1: that ain't that is not the way that I really like
2: to go. Well, and, you know, in the flying world, it, the solo flight is 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 the most exhilarating, most remembered time of your flying career. And I still have vivid memories and can tell you everything happened on my solo flight. But remember, I had an instructor with me for a number of hours before I flew. They, you just don't jump in a plane and go, well, I, I think I can do that. It's a life or death thing. If you mess it up, you could die. And I just like to think that you only get one really fun, short shot here on the planet Earth. And I'd say, let's have an adventure. Let's go out and fly. Let's figure out what it is that your airplane does. Uh, what is your special gift? That Let's find that and let's move towards that. One step well, at a time. In the
1: words <laughs> of my favorite, favorite, most favorite friend, dearly beloved, has now passed on ground control to Major
2: Tom. The tongue.
1: <laughs> ground control to Major Tom. That's it. Sometimes don't wait to get to that point. Laura, thank you so Calm much. control. <laughs>
2: all right, <laughs> fly high, live adventurously. That's what we do.
1: That's it, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. Great. For more information about me, yeah, Dr. Pat Show. Just Google the Dr. Pat Transformation Talk Radio dot com and all of the above. Stay tuned. Another hour coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. Right.
0: You've been listening to the Laura Meek Show. Dream on, fly high. Live adventurously on Transformation Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you'll join us next month as Laura helps you find your unique gifts so you can bring them to the world. For more information on Laura Meeks or to listen to past shows, visit her website at flyhighliving.com. Check out her hit Dream On 12-week course where you get the personal attention you need to fly high in your new life.
2: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.